Thanks for downloading this IMSA Radio podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be broadcast, reproduced, or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by visiting imsaradio.com or search for IMSA Radio wherever they get their podcasts. Mitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup presented by BF Goodrich on IMSA Radio. Good afternoon, everybody, to a beautifully sunny and perfect-looking at Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta. It's John Hindoff and Cher Adam with you. And Cher, once again, we are looking forward to some excitement and some cracking entertainment for the next to last time this year. Yes, and the championships are still very much on the line as we are here at Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta, about an hour northeast of Atlanta for the circuit with 12 turns, 2.54 miles, a lot of ups, a lot of downs, and notable turns starting with turn one. Oh, such commitment in these Mazda MX-5 Cup cars. Barely a breathe on the brake as you go through the right-hander, up and over, down through the S's to turn five. That's tricky as well, by the way. Yeah. Turn six, little bit of banking on that. You always feel like you can go quicker through there than you just did. Turn seven, see above comment, but that tightens. People don't realise that, and that's a super important turn because look at how long you are flat out down to turns 10A and 10B. Now, we've said this before, but the draft is strong with these cars, and that is where we're going to see the draft work down at the bottom of the hill. That's where we got such good racing here last year for the championship. It ultimately decided in the result of the race, the first race that we had where Gresham Wagner came across the line three wide, just a tiny bit ahead. It was a Lightning McQueen tongue ahead of the competition. Ultimately, that put him into the lead of the championship, and he never looked back. But this weekend, starting on pole position, is Sam Paley from Acumbin McAleer Racing, Car number 28, not one of the three in this championship hunt. Sam took 10 valuable bonus points away from the three who were trying to fight it out for that ultimate honor. So that is the situation at the moment. And already news that next year the ante has been upped because from just over half a million dollars, 1.178 million dollars in the prize fund, same as what we've got for the championship for this year, but we add in a prize pot for each individual race of, well, actually quite a lot of money, $27,000. Yes, six grand for winning the race, five for coming second, four for third, three for fourth, two for fifth, and then all the way back down to 10th place, $1,000 per place so it is really valuable and it makes the racing that we're seeing here today even more important people are learning for next year when it's going to pay real cash money real cash money that's what we we have already had the suggestion that uh, on the podium next year that we should have a spag with the dollar sign and swag handed over, which I think is a great idea. Promotional swag bags from Mazda Motorsport USA. So Sam Paley captured pole position after a 
A so-so couple of practice sessions, but he really brought his A game to qualifying. He's going to have Connor Zilic, who's looking to replace him as Rookie of the Year. Of course, Sam won the Rookie Championship last year. They're on the front row in the 28 and 72 for McCombie McAleer Racing and Hicks and Motorsports. Um, McCombie McAleer Racing and Hicks and Motorsports on row two. Justin Piscatel, Celine Roland, JTR Motorsports with Jared Thomas, uh, Tyler Gonzalez with Copeland Motorsports. JTR, Jared telling us on Wednesday in Midweek Motorsport that yes, staying in here, expanding this championship team, but will be adding a Michelin Pilot Challenge program as that team expands with uh, uh, a GT4 car in selected races next year. And that's all come from that real cash money that he's earned here in Edomitsu Mazda MX5. That's what prompted him to start his team. And not just pocket the cash and run off to some lovely island destination for a long holiday, which I think, frankly, I might have been tempted to do. But he has used that to advance his career and his business. And that's what the kind of money that Mazda is putting in to this series can do. And watch out for more announcements about what's going to happen. We had Jonathan Applegate with us uh, earlier on in the week. Uh, here in the IMSA broadcast booth and all kinds of ideas about how this can be made even bigger. Important also to keep an eye on row four. That's Joey Atanasio, one of the Rookie of the Year contenders alongside Gresham Wagner, who comes into this championship second, looking to be the first ever repeat champion in this series. Never happened. Never. Ha- we haven't actually had a double champion, have nope. we? No. Nope. Well, never mind a repeat champion. All right. Take a deep breath if you're sitting down. Shuffle to the end of the seat because you're only going to need part of it. Here we go. Bright blue, 28. Sam Pearley, pole position. Leads across the line. Heads down into turn number one. And he's held onto the inside line. That was what he had to do. Justin Piscatel with the bright yellow wheels sitting in behind him in the second of the blue cars. as touch as they go up the hill. And that was Zilic squeezing his way through that was a forceful move used the curbs at turns two and a little bit of turn three now down into the s's these Mazda mx5 cars can go side by side where the others can't or dare not so everywhere is a potential overtaking maneuver through turn five halfway round lap one shit and that was a very forceful move for Connor Zilic, Justin Piscatel heading the second group of cars. And Wagner's already round Atanasio. He's got his sights set forward. He's looking at Tyler Gonzalez up the inside, gets the pass made. Now he's behind Jared Thomas. There's no doubt in my mind as to why Connor Zilic made that move so early on. He knows that there are bonus points to be earned in this race. Ten points for leading the most laps, ten points for the fastest lap. And Connor Zilic so far this year has earned 80 bonus points. You wow. compare that to the guys that he is chasing in the championship. Jared Thomas, the championship leader, has earned 50. Gresham Wagner has earned 40. Now where is Jared Thomas then in that line of cars as they head down towards 10A and 10B for the first time? Difficult overtaking manoeuvre. Look at the red car. That's Jared Thomas, championship leader with the uh, yellow roll cage sitting in there and the yellow mirrors. Not sure how long he'll have the yellow mirrors. They do tend <laughs> to get folded in a little bit here. Down through the final corner, turn 12, and onto the front straight, underneath our feet, down towards turn one. 
Jared Thomas looking to make a move on Justin Piscatel, who's got a bit of damage to the right rear of his car after he was passed by Celine Roland going into turn 10. And Gresham Wagner looks to follow through. He also is now around Piscatel. Now, these are just the opening bits of sparring. So you're excited already, aren't you? There'll be a few of you here at the track who perhaps haven't seen this type of racing close up before. Trust me. This is as naught to what it will be later on. So if you think this is exciting, just calm yourself down. Take some deep breaths because we have got another 42 and a half minutes of this. This is a bit of sparring, as I say. You'll try and see what will try and happen at the front of the field. The leaders will try and whittle down that lead group, maybe five or six. If they stop fighting, well, we've got five at the moment coming out of turn seven. If they don't fight, they'll be able to just drag away a little bit from Joey Atanasio and Tyler Gonzalez and Gresham Wagner, those guys who are next up. So don't expect to see a lot of do-or-die overtaking early on in the piece here, Shit. No, and to be honest, I'm a little surprised that Connor Zilic, after making such an attempt to break away from the pack, has still Sam Paley two-tenths of a second mm. behind him. I thought he was going to try and run away. Well, Sam Paley hasn't let that happen. I, I don't, Honestly, I don't think it's... There's an opportunity here to do that because of the long back straight. The draft is strong with these cars. Open top cars. You should say that in a forced voice. The draft is strong in these cars. Thank you. Um, the, the open top nature of the cars and then with the cage on, it breaks up the air behind. So you, you, you're driving into an area if you're following side by side at the top of the hill, by the way. Celine Roland with the yellow stripes on the card gets through. Turn three, holds on to it. Jared Thomas right with him there in the red car, the championship leader. Jared does not need to end up off the circuit here. He told me on Wednesday that he does not want to change how he races. He's racing for the win here. And then I said to him, yeah, but if you're battling for third and fourth and you don't need to win the championship, do you stick with fourth or do you go to third? He went, yeah, that's a really good point, isn't it? Very thoughtful young man. Going back to what I was saying about the, the aerodynamics of these cars, Shane, we're coming onto this long drag now. Out of seven, through the two little kinks at eight and nine. Basically what happens is the car in front is breaking up the air and because of that big gap behind the roll cage, it doesn't reattach to the car. So it's all broken up. Think of it as sticking your fingers in a, a, a tap, a faucet of water and breaking up the stream much easier for you to put your hand up underneath that stream of water than if you turned it on full and tried to force your, your hand up underneath it and that's exactly what's happening here's Wagner Whoa. looking at turn 10b and look at the number 51 Tyler Gonzalez in the black car coming through and that's the championship leader shuffled back a couple of places yep Jared Thomas did not make a very good line through 10a and b and he actually was trying to get around Celine Roland in turn he got passed by Gresham Wagner and Tyler Gonzalez, and now Wagner, ahead of Celine Roland, is up into a podium position already. This Started is, ninth, remember? This is not going to decide the championship right here unless Correct. something extraordinary happens. We've still got 40 minutes to go. So this, if you will, this is the appetizer for the main course, for the entree for our second race of the weekend, which we'll have live for you as well. IMSA Radio, IMSA TV, racer.com. All free, no blocks, no breaks, as it has been the whole season for Idemitsu Mazda MX-5 and will be for next season as well as we're already well through the planning stage of that 
And back with the IMSA paddock as well, which has been brilliant for everybody concerned. Last year at this time, John, it was Celine Roland and Gresham Wagner, two of the three main protagonists fighting for this championship. Celine comes into the race in fourth place, but he's 300 points off the guy ahead of him, who's ironically leading the race right now, Connor Zilich. So Celine can play a help to Zilich by getting ahead of Wagner, which he does now with the help of Tyler Gonzalez. But he's not in this battle for himself like he was last year. <laughs> That's the usual MX5 scrap in the midfield that's towards the front of the field and now this is danger now this is danger for Jared Thomas he's getting mixed up here with the 76 that's the Matthew Dirks Matthew Dirks car in the uh, Air Force colour scheme now he has raced with these guys at various stages of the season these guys do not care about the championship. They're out for themselves. Now, Shea, who's gone missing? Uh, Justin Piscatel has had an issue, John. He went from being well within the top five. He's now shown as 23rd and in the pits. There he is. Right underneath us, going in in that blue car with the yellow wheels. So Piscatel, now, he's in the pit lane. Oh, he's got damage. Got damage to the right rear. So there's been oh. a bit of argy and bargy out there. Jared Thomas has now managed to get himself a little bit of clear air. Now he's sitting in sixth. That's not where he wanted to be, Shea, but he's sitting in sixth on his own. And he's, he can focus forward now to Gresham Wagner in fifth position. He's got enough of a gap as well, John, that he doesn't need to worry as of yet. If it does stay in a bad position like it is right now, tomorrow he would have to worry. But today he's got that little bit of buffer room. Well, the car is of Justin Piscatel is up on the side stands, mm. on the axle stands there. So a little bit more new set of wheels and BF Goodrich tyres going on. Now, a pit stop in this race, in any of these races, is the end of an opportunity to be at the front of the field. Unless, of course, there's a full course yellow and a safety car. But even now, that car is not down and moving as the leaders come across. He's going to go a lap Wagner's down. off. Wagner's off. He's coming into the pits, John. So here's another one of the... He was fifth at the end of the last lap. I don't think that was intentional. I think he couldn't turn right to make the final turn and decided discretion was the better part of Valor here, but this yeah. is going to cost him. Back of the pack. Left front. There's some problem with the left front. Now, as he had contact there, I don't think there's air in the BF Goodrich tyre. Or is the wheel, in fact, loose on that? He's wiggling it as he comes down uh, underneath us. Here's a replay of what happened. Gresham just oh, yeah, went you're straight right. off. Yeah. So that's either a steering arm or a puncture on that car. Now, these cars run very close together. And there, are, there is camber on the front and the rear wheels. By that, I mean the bottom of the tyre sticks out further than the top. So you can get overlap and start bumping wheels and tyres with the cars around you. And they run very close indeed. Well, that is a story. <laughs> that is a story. And here's another story we haven't yet talked about. Aiden Fosnock started toward the back of the field. And the last time he did that, he won the Hard Charger Award because he passed everybody to win the race. Yes. Aiden Fosnock started at the back of the field. And already he's ahead of Max Zapowski up into the eighth position. Rookie, Aiden Fasnacht. Yep. He's really made an impact this year, sometimes in a good way, sometimes not. But he's learning his trade, and he's at the head of that little train now. Meantime, Sam Paley's gone to the lead. Paley has gone to the lead over Conor Zilic. So that is a change between first and second. So Shea's just noting the fact that four laps 
were led by Connor Zilic. Now this is going to be important for those 10 bonus points for more bonus points for most laps led. Gonzalez in the dark colour car down the inside to turn one. Well, that was just a drag pass. That was that aero that yep. we were talking about. Purely sat there for two or three laps, and that wasn't in the that wasn't even in the uh, the braking area there down at ten eight. No, that was well down the straight, just taking advantage of the aero differentiation between the two cars. I.e., Sam Paley was getting the benefit of being dragged along, and to me, that is Sam testing the waters for later yeah. on in the race. Very good. Think about the two team owner names associated with this car: Chad McCombie, champion in Mazdas; Stephen McAleer, champion in this series back in 2011, 2012, I think it was. So he's got very good people in his ear trying to help him learn how to win these races. I think he was just figuring it out. Yeah, and that's, that is a good point because there, there is pits to car radio here as well. And sometimes it's nice to have a calming voice. Hey, what about Tyler Gonzalez uh, down in third position? Wagner out of the car. Wagner is out of the car. Now that, that is a championship story. Unfortunately, it is because it's this means one, good point, yeah. that he is going to come away with at best 23rd place points, which means that if I circle this right here, that's uh, 3,145 3, points, brings him into the realm of Celine Roland. He could yeah. get passed for third in this championship. Right. And that makes cash money. Let's not forget, never mind who's going to win the championship. There's cash paid all the way down to 10th position. Purely then leads through turn one. Turned in, got a little bit of a slide on. The rear BF Goodrich is starting to complain a little bit. Still 33 minutes to go, so plenty of racing left in this one. And look, as soon as Purely and Zilic started battling, here's Gonzalez and Celine Roland closed up on them. Gonzalez in the black and uh, red car. And the silver, purple, and yellow car is the Celine Roland machine. And another four seconds back now is Jared Thomas. And he's got actually under half a second between himself and the hard-charging Joey Atanasio. We've had 12 races so far this year, John. The cars sitting in second, third, and fourth are responsible for half of those race victories. Okay. They know how to win. So it's dangerous having a Celine Roland, a Connor Zelich, and a Tyler Gonzalez behind you. Tyler is not in this championship hunt. He missed one of the weekends and ran That's with right. another series. He only wants to win, win races. Side by side again, and this time it's Zilic who pulls out, and he gets pushed to the lead. Gonzalez threw into second. Peely in the blue car, down into third, but he throws the car to the left-hand side. Sam Peely, the only one of this leading quartet without a race victory this year and he's just dropped out from third to fourth he's fourth. actually never won a race john he won the rookie of the year last year yes, with five point. podium finishes in the black 28 as it was last year yep he was battling with the guys the established guys at the front of the field didn't have such a great start to his championship season this year up the inside makes the position upgrades from fourth to third and that is Purely back ahead of Celine Roland. What about Jared Thomas? Well, Jared Thomas is now under pressure from Adonazio and Matthew Dirks as in oh, to Glenn, the pits. Glenn McGee. Comes the 23. He's been strong all weekend, John, in all the practice sessions. His name has been well up within the top 10. Massive disappointment for the Tampa native. Yeah, he was 
mid-teens before he pulled off, already dropped outside the top 20, coming out of five, little bit of Georgia red clay in the air. As the leading pair start to pull away, it's Silish back in the lead for Hickson, then Gonzalez in second, Peely back up the third ahead of Celine Roland. I was about to say it, Jared Thomas has had to start speeding up and his lap times are coming down because he's being pushed along by Adonazio, Matthew Dirks and Fasnacht. Aidan Fasnacht is coming. He's bringing Max Opalski with him in eighth and ninth position. So Thomas in fifth position here needs to keep pushing. That fifth could turn into eighth or ninth very easily and that's absolutely not what he wants to happen with half an hour exactly still to go. Look at the lap times of Matthew Dirks. Lap after lap, he is the fastest car on track, and he's not improving on his own personal best. No. He's going faster than everyone else has gone, and it's just a walk in the park yeah. for Matthew Dirks. Now, Atanasio was right on the tailpipes of Jared Thomas. That red car has the green stripe, grey machine coming through on the inside of turn one, and this is the problem. Now the championship leader in that red car with the yellow road cage going up over the top of turns two and three. Offline. And that means he's got to now gather himself. Lose one, lose two positions. Very, very easily indeed. That's the beauty of this racing though well, because you can get yeah. him back just as fast. Yes, that is true. Got to keep concentrating. Connor Zilich has now led six laps of this race. We are down to under 30 minutes to go. So basically eight laps completed within the first 15 minutes. We should see another 16 before this one gets the checkered flag, maybe 17, meaning anyone could still take most laps led of this race. It is by no means a shoo-in for Connor Zilich. No. Well, there's lots of racing still to go here. Fastnacht now with Apolski right behind his car trying to, I think they're trying to work together and close that three second or so gap back to Matthew Dirks in the 76 car, that's the the Air Force machine Copeland Motorsport in second with Tyler Gonzalez, the 51 coming under the bridge down towards the final right-hander onto the start-finish line, as you turn in there there's a little sealer patch, very short wheelbase on these cars they do not like you lifting off the throttle mid-corner. They can get twitchy, so you've got to be... When you've decided to go flat, you've got to stay flat. You've got to have confidence in that Multimatic DSV suspension, which is very, very clever. It's uh, by far the most sophisticated suspension you can get in motor racing at this level. And there's 11 different settings on both bump and rebound and a twin chamber shock absorber which started life in rallying actually really clever stuff from the guys at Multimatic spoken with experience John what you coming down the final turn oh, uh, yes. lifting and then the car being you only upset. do it once yeah you only do it once well, trust me we talk about experience the three guys first second and third they're all teenagers mm, not much experience for them don't. So if you add them up, they're not my age. Is that what you're trying to say? You're just trying to say that and break that gently, aren't you? No, because I don't know their ages. Mm. And I'm really bad at math. I but, wouldn't do that to you. But if they're all still teenagers, <laughs> trust me, you can add them up and they won't be my age. <sighs> There's only two seconds between the top four. And that's a bit more of a gap than we're used to seeing, believe it or not. Zilic, Gonzalez and Paley pretty much together. Sam Paley trying to get on the back of that leading pair. Getting a double draft, if you will, down towards turn 10. Really difficult 
place to judge your braking because you're charging downhill and it just starts to flatten out as you need to go on the bricks. Turn 10 in him, 10B, by the way, is a much faster chicane oh. than it looks. Paley's right there, He's John. There. The gap has visually closed lap on lap on lap. And yes, getting the double draft has really just sucked him right back into that battle. As we see in the background, Jared Thomas still fighting Ooh. off Atanasio and Dirks. Gonzalez having to just trail the brake with his left foot there as he was going through turn one. He has still been flat on the throttle pedal, but you could see the brake lights just going on and off. He was just a little bit too close to... Uh, Connor Zilic and he obviously didn't want to push him not there that would have been very very dangerous but he didn't want to lose momentum either what I was seeing about these cars being short wheelbase so he's just feathering the brake with his left foot trying to keep that momentum up and not drop any revs turn six then with 26 minutes to go top three are absolutely together Celine Roland Joy Atanasio they've split up a little bit but Jared Thomas is almost... Oh, Atanasio's gone past Thomas. So Atanasio's gone past Thomas and is pulled away by oh, all of one-tenth of a second. And Matthew Dirks is back one further place. Fasnack still closing in with Max Opalski and Jensen Altsman in the top ten again. If we see the finishing order as it is now and if Connor Zilich hangs on to the fast lap and the most laps led, ten-point gap for the championship lead. That would be a little bit nerve-wracking come tomorrow. And it also would mean that uh, neither Connor Zilich nor Jared Thomas will get much sleep tonight. Um, there are scenarios where they could end up even. Yes, yes, there are. <laughs> One position further back, Jared Thomas in eighth and Connor Zilich winning with fastest lap and most laps led. That would result in our, uh, our little issue. Yeah, well, no, no, that makes it dead easy because then... It's whoever finishes furthest up the field, basically. That is true. I want things to be as, as simple. As, look, I'm a bear of small brain. And as everybody knows, um, arithmetic, um, mathematics, although this is only mental arithmetic, it was a double period on a Friday when I was at school. Number one, that was a very long time ago. Number two, it was a double period on a Friday. How often do you think I was there? You've said that really? so many times, I believe you know. <laughs> Justin Piscatello is back out of the pits. Finally, that's good to see. And Glenn McGee also has resumed on the racetrack, which is bad news for Gresham. He's going to drop another position. So here's the question that people will be asking. Why would Justin Piscatello come back out? Two reasons. They want to see if they've got the car squared up because there's no more practice uh, or warm-up before the next race. Potential maybe to take a fastest lap if the car is there. They've, they've put new tyres or different tyres on that car. But the main reason will be to get that car out so that Justin knows how it's going to feel for the second race tomorrow. So Atanasio and Thomas both moving along quite nicely. And now within a second and a half of Celine Roland. So Konosilic leads by nothing at all from Gonzalez who is half a second ahead of Sam Pearley. Then there's a couple of seconds gap back to Celine Roland. Then there's a second and a half back to Joey Atanasio and Jared Thomas. I'll keep reminding you, the number 96 car, the red with the yellow roll kit, our championship leader. Then another second and a half back to Matthew Dirks. And then Fastnacht is another three and a bit seconds further back. And he's, his charge has come to a little bit of an end there. He's not getting much closer to Dirks now tell you who's just started to charge Atanasio and Thomas they have caught the back of a pack because their last time around personal bests and they were a second faster than anyone else on the track 
right there now with uh, Celine Roland going through turn five. Celine must have made a, a little bit of a mistake because he was half a second up at the line. Well, he's nowhere near that now as they charge down over the brow and dropping down to turn six. Slightly uphill into turn six. Banked to the inside of the corner. Really throw the car in there. Let it slide. The bank will flatten you out a bit. Turn seven. Cuts back on you. A little tighter than it looks on the circuit map. Celine Roland then in the silver with the purple car and the yellow mirrors. In fourth position, Atanasio. Then it's Jared Thomas. This has been, I think, a very sensible and controlled race by Jared Thomas. He is not a sort of person who gets flustered easily. Not in business and not behind the wheel of the car. Remember at VIR, wasn't it? He almost went a lap down, came into the pits. They had to realign the back suspension by eye on the pit lane. And he drove back to fourth position in that race. You don't do that by losing your cool. No. He dropped back a little bit. But look, he's within sight now of fourth position as Atanasio and Rolana fighting. And Atanasio right there now in fourth position. And Paley is dropping off of the leading battle. He's now nearly a second behind Tyler Gonzalez and Connor Zillich. So Paley is starting to waver a bit as the race goes on. That means that Jared Thomas, who perhaps has been saving his tires, is going to have a shot at a podium. About 10 minutes ago, I was talking about the potential of Jared Thomas being caught by those behind him and maybe dropping down to eighth or ninth. Now he's in the group and he's looking ahead and he can see fourth place. He can actually see Peely. Oh, a little bit of sideways. And there's the mirror folded back on the right-hand side of the number 96 as Celine Roland refuses to give up the fifth position. Can't blame him. No, no. It's mine, thank you very much. I'm very happy with it. Yeah. So now, Jared Thomas, now you can't quite reach the mirror from the driver's seat. Not on the not on the far side, not on the right-hand side. But Celine Roland just reached out his door and flipped his left-hand mirror back Yeah, open. I saw that. Yeah, exactly what I was going to say. You can do the other side. Excuse me, you wouldn't mind just folding my mirror back for me as I'm going through. Can you just, hello. You've taken away course, my Thomas. Yes. Well, maybe it's a bit of an aerodynamic advantage. Less drag on the uh, on the right-hand side. Back through. So there we go. And it was side-by-side side coming down towards turn six that this happened. A little bit of side drafting. And just the barest of tips between the mirrors. It pushed Celine Rolands forward. And Jared Thomas's back. Celine reached out and pulled his back into position. Jared now sitting in fifth position. And he's going for fourth, top of the hill. Going to have to use the curb on the inside. Does do, and he's up to fourth. Wow. Check that, he's up to fifth. Check that, that was for fifth. That Lenazio has uh, got a, away a little bit from this battle. Jared Atanasio has checked out from Celine Roland. With all that battling as Roland gets a bit sideways, that's going to open the door for Matthew Dirks. And here comes the Air Force liveried car. Just looking behind them, next over the brow, should be in Fastnack. That charge has come to an end. In fact, he's lost a little bit of time now. Uh, Opolsky's dropped back a position because uh, through has come the number 88. That's the Lawrence car. So what's happened to Jensen Altman, who was sitting inside the top 10? Oh, he's still there. He's in 11th. So Cameron Lawrence up into ninth position in that number 88 and battling with Aiden Fastnacht 
for eighth position. Cameron Lawrence making a series debut. He's a two times Trans Am champion, a winner of the 24 Hours of Daytona, the Salem Six Hours of the Glen, and he's chosen to come race to Dimitri Mazda MX5 Cup. You know why? Because it's awesome. Because it's fun, absolutely. He's having the time of his life. This is the battle that he's in at the moment towards the bottom end of the top 10. Wow, around fast knock going into the braking in 10. He's got his four-way indicators on. Maybe he's just alerting everyone to the fact that he's here. Oh, fast knock fighting back. Down into the final corner. That's brave. Cameron Lawrence slots back in behind in that multicolored black, yellow, um, or blue, yellow, and white car. And look along the inside, the 13. That's Jensen Altman in the grey car, the crayon grey car with the black bonnet. And he comes through back up to ninth. This one's going all the way to the end. Here comes Altman on Cameron Lawrence. Oh, Jensen races so well. He's not really been able to crack qualifying. He's pretty consistent, sits in the 11th to 15th area, and he's qualifying, but almost always races up into the top 10 or better. We've got a battle for second now as Paley has gotten around Tyler Gonzalez. Two it's... minutes ago, he was dropping off the leaders. Yeah. I was going to say, no idea where on track that happened because it it had to have been in sector one, but it's not like Gonzalez was that slow. He lost four tenths. So Paley now having dropped away half a second or so from the two leaders is now in second place he's in perfect position here to pull out to the left hand side driver's left as he now heads into the turn 10A now he can hold on to that because he can block pass into the into 10B it isn't even that slow bump drafting all the way under the Fox Factory Bridge and down through to the final corner we have 12 wheels of Mazda action starting another lap that's important because that's another lap led for Paley which brings his total up to three 17 minutes to go can he match the total that we have for Connor Zilich right now which is 13 I don't think no, so I don't think he can I think Zilich is going to get those points he's got the fastest lap at the moment and that at the moment is uh, Matthew Dirks wow. for be Macalia Racing in the 76. How about that for a bit of a spoiler on the championship leaders? 17 minutes to go. Top three absolutely together. Then about four and a half seconds to the Joey Atanasio, Celine Rolland, Matthew Dirks, Jared Thomas. Jared Thomas was up in fifth a moment or two ago, our championship leader. Now back down to seventh. That's what happens in either mid-two Mazda MX-5 racing. Because Matthew Dirks and Celine Roland have gotten back around him again. So there's a lot of jockeying back and forth for positioning. Even at this stage of the race, we're still 16 and a half minutes from awarding any trophies, guys. And any points. And next year, any well. money. Um, well, yes, indeed. It would be money next year as well. The big story early on was Gresham Wagner. Uh, for Spark Performance in the number five car, came in with some damage. They had the car up pretty quickly and had a look, but no, no, no deal for that. So Gresham's championship charge has effectively come to an end with that. Oh, and here's a pass. It's Tyler Gonzalez up into second around Connor Zillich. So Connor now back into the third position. If he finishes in third with the most laps led, that gives him 3,290 points. Jared Thomas back in seventh would still have the advantage of 70 points over the youngster. Gresham Wagner, who was second, how far is he going to drop back? That's the question. 3,135 points. So he might not even hold on to third place. 
Uh, he will be in third, but he could lose that tomorrow, depending on how Celine Roland does today and tomorrow. Is this, he's he mathematically out of it. Does so, he need the other two not to finish tomorrow, then? Uh, that, that would be the case. They'd have to be well down, wouldn't they? So Gresham's... He, no wonder he looked upset. 380 points available in the final race. If you win it, get fast lap and pole position. Pole position's already been decided. And lead the most laps. So realistically, 370 points are up for grabs for Gresham. But it does depend on what the others do. Yeah. It's not in his own hands now. Let's oh, say that. hello. But Jared Thomas has decided this race is in his own hands. Just done a purple sector one. He's turning it up. Yeah, that's the short sector. So... Sam Paley, another lap led for Sam. And Gonzalez in second, Zilic in third, Adenazio, Roland Dirks, Thomas Altsman, Fasnak, Max Apolsky in the top ten. Another good drive by Jensen Altsman. The gap also depends, John, as, as Mo just rightly pointed out, on how many cars start the race. Because if you don't start the race and then fewer cars start in your competition, finishes last, it, it can compound. Yeah, that's a fair point. It is a fair point. So here's the leading trio coming down one of the most spectacular parts of any racetrack in the world. And heading into turn one now. Top three with about four seconds of a gap. Let's call it the Atanasio train in the fourth on down. Atanasio, Roland Dirks and Thomas. Then a gap back to the next train, which is the eighth place down and that's Jensen Altman leading that in the number 13 Let's see. so what do you do now if you are <laughs> there's a dollar just been put in front of us as a bet here and it says a certain driver's name on it but we yep. can't say which one no no nope, no nope, that's yeah. fair okay um Sam Bailey has been in this position before he has led laps he's been leading in the dying moments of a race yeah. He's never stood on the top step of the podium. So the difference does come in how do you control yourself when it comes to finishing the race. Twice this year, Tyler Gonzalez has been the victor. Three times this year, Connor Zilich has stood on the top step. Zero times in his career has it been Sam Paley's day. Sam, clearly in control of this race, is where he wants to be right now. The question is, is that where you want to be at the end of the race or when you're coming to the end of the race? Last year, the answer was no. 12.45, 44.43 on the clock as the leaders once again come under the Fox Factory Bridge. That's taking a very big crowd onto the infield here and into the midway. Petit Le Mans weekend, the 25th anniversary running of this Blue Ribbon Sports Car Festival, which will culminate in the 10 hours on Saturday. There's one race and 12 and a half minutes and somebody's gone very very wide indeed coming underneath us and I think that was the number 15 car was it Fastnacht? I think that was Fastnacht for Mukumbi Makalia Racing oh goodness I just saw the dust oh he was yep. all for BF Goodrich he just misses one of the sponsor signs he Ooh. did really well to hang on to that and lose as little ground as he did Max Opalski went through Jensen Altsman ahead of them. That was the three that was battling for 8th, 9th and 10th. 
Aiden, I know that BF Goodriches are off-roading tires. You Very don't good. need to prove it to us. Very good. He's got a new set of tires coming for his truck after that <laughs> one. Paley Gonzalez-Silic, top three, 11 and a half minutes to go. Plus one race tomorrow, championship to be decided. Sam Paley, last year's rookie winner, leads out, looking for his first top step of the podium finish. Celine Rolland has decided it's time to go as well. He's just on the personal best sector one time with Joey Atanasio and Matthew Dirks. Dirks, who has the fastest lap right behind him, it means that Jared Thomas is dropping off of them. Well, he, he must have had an issue because he's dropped a couple of three seconds uh, in the last lap or two. He's now some uh, two and a half seconds behind Matthew Dirks and Joey Atanasio. He was right with them. He lost four tenths in the second sector that lap, and now he is running around all on his own. He doesn't have a dancing partner. No. Oh. He's six seconds. Up. Oh, and there is the Fastnack sword car in the gravel. Ten and a half minutes to go. That'll be a yellow. He's not getting oh. out of there on his own. He is absolutely not getting out. This is down at 10A and 10B. He was trying to go around Max Zapalski in the green oh. and black car. Got the swapper on. Oh, I got it, I got it. I don't got it. Just lost the rear end. Almost caught that. Had to tighten up because he didn't want to run into a Palski. It was actually pretty fair driving from both of them. And Aiden there may be showing just a little bit of inexperience. He got a really good run and then just couldn't manage it. Well, Jared Thomas there had had a big moment. Oh, and then also Ooh, Cameron Lawrence. Well, that was after that, that was after the incident. Cameron Lawrence went on the grass to make up a position, and then as he turned in at the top of the hill, he went sideways. It's full course caution. Well, this is is this good news for Jared Thomas? I'm not sure, but it will put him on the back of the leaders. Depends how quickly we can get that number 15 Aiden Fastnack car pulled out of the gravel for Macumbi Macalea Racing. Uh, our uh, uh, track services and recovery teams second to none here in IMSA and thank you very much to all of our volunteers so round the outside it is doable but you've got to get the overlap ah, just a little wiggle to the left to the right and exit stage left what this does mean is that Connor Zilich will get the bonus points for leading the most laps because we will not get more Ooh. than uh, well let's see we would need another seven laps for Paley not we're not going to get that huge huge save by Cameron Cameron Lawrence with that uh, with the four way flashes on and <laughs> I think Jensen Altsman got back past that so that might be reset They've is that Jean-Jean right up there as well in 10th position as he went through? Yes, it, it is. So Jensen's dropped back to 12th actually last time around as he was held up by Cameron Lawrence's sideways moment. So get the big toe strap out and let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Eight and a half minutes. Do you know what? They're uh, going to do this. If that car is out on hard standing, any t I don't think there's anything broken. I just think it'll be full of gravel. Now, can we get the four-cylinder engine fired up? Sealed um, by Mazda and Fliss, who build all these cars. So there can be no jiggery or porkery. Ha -ha! Yes, get out of there. Right, the safety car is just coming up the turn six. We oh, might be no. able to get, stay off the racing line. Stay off the racing line, Aiden. He's not got a lot of experience. He's not going to bother coming into the pits, I'll tell you that now. 
Aiden is not one of the drivers who's looking at that top 10 of the championship, which pays out real cash money all the way down to 10th place finishing. He's out here to try and impress. He's gotten the third place in the win. Doesn't have a second place yet. Still looking for that. But Aiden knows hard charger award. He's gotten those before too. He's just here to make a name for himself. We might be able to go green at the end of this lap. It'll very much depend on where the safety workers are. Thanks again to all of them. We're watching the MX-5 safety car in the colours of the car that was victorious here in the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship last year, the number 55 Mazda prototype. Its final race and went out with the W. What? The safety truck is hustling. I believe that is what you call full effort to try and get us back to racing. Six oh, minutes and I, 50 seconds to go. I don't, I don't I think, think it'll be gonna, one more. I think it'll be one more under yellow. I really do. We will get back to green, though. We will get back to green. The safety truck is at the end of the pit lane on driver's left. Let's see. No, it stays out. Safety car stays out for one more lap. Right. Let's that was back. close. Well, this is good news for, I believe it's good news for Jared Thomas more so than anyone else because now he is right up on the back of that hunt. Matthew Dirks has been super quick on pace, so has Joey Atanasio. Maybe he can just follow them. They're young. They're eager. They might move Celine Rolland out of the way. Celine wouldn't be too happy with that. He'll be distracted with the youngsters. And thank you very much. Jared Thomas just drives on right through. Have you taken a script writing course? Is that what it is? Creative writing major. Ah, there you go. Yep, that should, and I, history. I should have known. Which tends to repeat should have itself. Known. Right hand indicated going for Jared Thomas. Maybe that's to let people know he doesn't have a right hand mirror. Yeah, probably just caught that with his hand when he's been driving. Team, if they see that, will probably let him know and time to turn it off. Looks like the MX-5 safety car's picking up the pace here. We might have four minutes to go. Four minutes to go is going to give us three laps, give or take. <laughs> I'm rubbing my hands in glee here. <laughs> Which is 2,372 lead changes. <laughs> yes. Uh, the incident between Max... Apalski. Apalski and the... Actually, that was in... Yeah, in Fast Night, the 15. Yeah. He's under review. I'm not sure there was any contact, certainly when uh, in, in the part down at 10A and 10B, but what we don't know is what had happened before that into the braking area at 10A, coming down the back straight, so maybe that was what is being looked at. So Sam Paley will bring them back the green flag at the end of this lap. We're going to have just on four minutes with laps around a minute and 36. It's going to be tight. Could be green-white checker here. Connor Zilic. Who's in the best position here? Hmm. Connor Zilic started sixth. Matthew Dirks, 10th. Max Opalski, 12th. Jean Chaudouin, 17th. Sam Peely. Well, if you were just tuning into the highlights, well, he started on pole. Obviously, nothing's happened. He's coming <laughs> back for the last four minutes. If only you knew. Oh, Tyler Gonzalez is eager to try and get to the front. He's pushing as the green flag is waving once again here at Michelin Raceway Road, Atlanta. And we had just on four minutes. Not a bad guess then from us here in the booth. Sam Pearley did not feel the need to go defensively into turn one. Gonzalez right there. 
Oh. Tyler Gonzalez sniffing a victory here, Shea. Zilic in third. Now, watch out further back for the red car with the yellow FIA rule cage on it. That's your championship leader. How much does he get involved in what's going on ahead? Matthew Dirks is right there, but the leader's over the top at five. Top four absolutely together with Celine Roland. Atanasio in there as well, top five. So that's Atanasio in the dark red car with the green stripes. Purely though, driving. Well, he's not looking in his mirrors. Focus forward is what Jeremy Shaw would tell any of his young drivers for Team USA. And that's exactly what Sam Paley's doing. I think McLear McCumbie Racing has actually gotten on the radio to Sam Paley and tell him to tore the mirror off, just throw it out the car. You don't need it anymore. And Tyler Gonzalez is going, I'm watching you. Sam Paley's using some hand language, though, to signal back to Gonzalez, work with me. Let's That's stay ahead of Hickson. In the, in the hundred and odd years of motorsport, that has never worked on two <laughs> or four wheels. Down the inside for the number 72 of Connor Zilic in the oh. red, white and black car, following him through Celine Roland. And a penalty for Max Opalski. Incident responsibility with the 15. Well, that's interesting. Not something that we saw here. Two and a half to go. We'll get another lap after this, I reckon. Celine Roland is right behind Connor Zilich, meaning that Hickson Motorsport has an advantage over everybody else at the front of the field. Two cars that can work together. In fourth now is Tyler Gonzalez. Fifth, Joey Atanasio. And sixth is the teammate to Sam Paley, Matthew Dirks. Then it's Jared Thomas. He's dropped about a second and a half away from the leader, but he's putting himself in a wee bit of clear air. Apalski will have to come through the pit lane. That means Jean Jodouin's going to come up from 17th to 9th. Uh, Cameron Lawrence will go up the position. Jensen Altsman will go up the position as well. Need to give a shout-out. Alex Pashura is up to eighth place. What a drive today from the driver of the number 33. Minute and a half to go, and... That is Michael Staub pulled off to the side of the track at the exit of five after oh. a very scary ride. If he didn't hit anything, put the lottery on, and he didn't. <laughs> Get yourself a ticket for that one. Do you know, I saw that and I, for a moment I thought it was the 87 and not the 37. White flag will come out this time around. So we've got two and a half miles plus the run of the checkered flag and six cars battling for the lead. Now this is what I was talking about 40 minutes ago. Edomitu, Mazda MX-5 Racing. You thought it was exciting in the first lap. Wait till you see the last one. Here comes... Zilich who's going to lead them to the white flag. And Dirks is now up behind Paley. So we've Ooh. got McCombie McLear Racing who can work together as Tyler Gonzalez goes oh off the right. track. And, and he, that, was, that was a bit naughty from Gonzalez because he cut back in the middle of the track to try and protect his position. We had four across the track. We've now got Jared Thomas in seventh position fighting his way through. They're all in all the positions Every, right now, John. Almost <laughs> at the same time. Yes. Simultaneously. In a parallel universe, they're all leading this race. It's first for Connor Zilich, and second is Celine Roland. Celine is playing tail gunner at this point. Not in it for the overall championship, but he wants to help his teammate get there. As Sam Paley is shoved off the road by Joey Antanasio. They go side by side down the back straight. That is the battle for fourth. Very, very forceful driver from Atanasio. I wonder if that will be looked at as blocking. Jared Thomas is in there. He does not need 
to be finishing on the side of the road. He's 40. He's way up the sixth position again. The leaders, first and second, are teammates. Then Tyler Gonzalez had that little sniff of a victory. He's just a little bit too far back. Fourth for Sam Peely. He'll be disappointed that he's not been able to turn his pole position into the win. Then Antonazio and Thomas were side by side. Two corners to go. Gonzalez isn't done yet, though, John. He's not here to finish third. He only wants race wins. So if he gets a sniff at it, he's going. I think Thomas just made up a position there in the background as well, underneath the Fox Factory Bridge. The run to the checkered flag. Connor Zilic. And the dollar that went down earlier on is the winner. Celine Rolani second. Gonzalez third. Peely fourth. Thomas did get fifth position. That's important for the championship. Then Matthew Dirks, Atanasio in seventh, Alex Petura up to eighth. Max Opalski didn't serve his drive through, so we'll get a time penalty. So that'll put Cameron Lawrence up to ninth position. And Jensen Altman will be in the top ten ahead of Aaron Johnson, Jean Jodouin in twelfth position. That's your top dozen. Nice work. Hickson no team orders there but there are team considerations let's say and that was very very impressive the big story of course is that in 24th position Gresham Wagner who came into this race in second will lose ground on the championship leader but I think he might hold on to second position after all of that Jared Thomas continues to lead the championship Sheer with the unofficial Mazda point standings at the end of the penultimate race 40 points now separate Jared Thomas and Connor Zilich Connor's on 3340 to Jared Thomas so he's now he is now in second he is now in second because in third is Gresham Wagner 3100 and 35 in fourth is still Celine Rolon with that great finish. It vaults him further up 2,985. But in fifth is none other than our rookie of the year last year who finished fifth in the standings, Sam Paley. 2,730 points for Paley. So Zilich takes the win, and he's the best placed of the rookies as well. He'll be standing on the top step of the podium. And we'll do it all again tomorrow. Make sure you join us for the denouement, the finale of the 2022 Edemitsu Mazda MX-5. What better a place to do it than here at Road Atlanta. Shea Adam and John Heinoff will join you again then. I hope you can join us and try and breathe deeply at some stage of the race. Conor Zilic takes the first win of the weekend for Hickson. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check imsaradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.